everyone, welcome back to the This Is Not A Horse podcast, improv podcast. This is our eighth episode and we are very happy to be back after the holidays. I hope you have, you are rested and uh, you managed to go somewhere within, within distance you could go and we are back as promised before the summer with a special guest. We have John, who is Jonathan, who is our one of our member of This Is Not A Horse. And so, welcome, John. Hello, Hi, John. good afternoon. Can you tell us where you're speaking from? Okay, I'm speaking from the ninth floor of a very drab-looking building in downtown Toyota City in Japan. Wow. The farthest yet member of the This Is Not A Horse team, John, has been in Japan since the beginning of this year. And we have actually maybe only one of one of the only positive things of this current craziness from COVID is that we've been able to uh, practice online with him and actually play a lot of improv games. So it's that's like the one like maybe one nice thing that we've been able to keep up our, let's say, the dynamic and the practice with John all the way in Japan, even with the time difference. Yeah, the upside of this was just this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, how, yeah, just was... before we get into it, how was your summer, both of you? Because we haven't spoken since we are back. From my side, summer... Yeah, summer here is quite hot in Japan. We go from like rainy season uh, to then like super high temperatures. And now it's getting like typhoony. So Simon was just basically trying to stay in the most air conditioned place possible <laughs> and do as little as possible. So it wasn't very, it wasn't a traditional summer from my side, but I was able to get out for one week, see some mountains and get some fresh air and try and enjoy a bit of the, the scenery around here. How are the mountains? And Liga? Not the mountains are beautiful. Okay, well, the mountains are, are beautiful. They're very green. They're very big. They're volcanic. They explode at times. So you have to be careful if you don't get uh, shot up into the air. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, you, have, you have hot bubbling water coming straight out of the rocks. So, yeah, you have to be... It's, it's really quite, uh, quite treacherous, actually, Japan. <laughs> we have a bit, of, a bit of quite a nice uh, earthquake as well where we're out there as well. So everything's kind of, it's a very dynamic environment. Yeah, it's very, very pretty, but very dynamic. Yeah, quite incredible. Well, I didn't have any volcanoes or almost exploding volcanoes on my trip. I was back home in Latvia seeing a family. Uh, we were spending a lot of time in the nature. Um, by the Baltic Sea, then by in the woods, uh, by the lake. We were with our dog who was living his best life, running around, uh, sniffing and whatnot. Um, so yeah, it was a bit hard to come back to Brussels, but also happy uh, to be back uh, and also seeing uh, friends here and finding the, the routine again, but missing the countryside, I have to say. And you, Roberta? Um, in Italy and family, very calm summer. It was good. It was different. It was good. Mm. A lot of uh, nature, very isolated uh, holidays, not a lot of crowds. And we, we basically stayed family and uh, it was good. It was good. It was different, but good. 
But I was also happy to be back, I have to say. I, I thought that this um, autumn will bring new things. We are having, for sure, in November, we will have a show with the Improbable League. And not the Improbable, the Impro Brussels League. This is what we are going to have, as this is not a horse. And then we are going to plan some other shows and stuff. So I think that as the cultural lives is starting again, Slowly but surely we will get back into it. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm missing improv in person, I have to say. Me too. Me too. And actually, on that note, John, could you tell us how you, as I mean, whenever we have a guest, the first question we always ask them is how you started on the improv journey. So what, how did you discover it? Um, what were the first impressions like? Um, yeah, tell us all. Well, I, I think the story from my side is is a bit. I think it's quite common. I think a lot of other people have shared similar similar stories in the past. I mean, I think I got to the point where I've been. I mean, I haven't been in Brussels that long, but or in my job that long, but I got to kind of like point in 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 my life when I was like, okay, some things are giving me like uh, great pleasure, and I'm enjoying them more. But I need to be pushed into something a bit more, a bit new, and a bit more different. And I was looking for sort of some ways also to expand like social circles and meet some, you know, like-minded people and the rest. And at the same time, I had this kind of like situation at work where like, you know, I was like trying to do a bit more public speaking and sometimes it was going well and sometimes it wasn't. And, and I was trying to think, you know, there must be a, a way to, to like to, to, to find a way to, to get something more out of this and, you know, make it more of a, a positive experience. And like I said, I put two and two together and sort of came up with the idea, well, maybe something like improvisation would help or theatre would help. Uh, and I came across an article, I think, just in some press somewhere, which, which pointed me in the direction of Improbubble. I looked into it. There was a course that was starting within a few weeks and it was just a no-brainer. It was, OK, let's, let's, let's try and do this, you know. And I think if you overthink it, then, uh, yeah, then I wouldn't have done it. So it was just like, OK, just, just go and try, go and do, and let's, let's see what happens. And what was your first, the first impression you had in your first lessons? You, I, I remember we were all there. What was your, the first thought you had? Well, I think the first thought was, we first had that, that lesson in the theatre and it was mind-blowing to see all, these, all this craziness, yeah? And it was this level of energy, you know, because we were all so highly strung and you know, nervous and wanting to, to get involved but not sure how. You know, and it was a fantastic sort of like a uh, moment where you, you find people who are trying to achieve the same. You know, you come from different backgrounds and it was it was really great. It was a really great first session. I remember we went for drinks afterwards, you know, and I still I still remember the conversations I had, you know, afterwards. It was like a huge release of, of like everyone had found something really, really special to them. So and what and uh, after that and after that first lesson, what was the impact that improv had in your life? So I, yeah, I mean, massively. I mean, it's changed everything. It's, it's, first of all, it's, you know, it's given us this, it's given us this is not a horse, you know, it's given us a social life, it's given us a new element to, to the way of looking at life as well, you know, and this is what I think is so fundamentally different is there's so many attributes and elements of improvisation that I now bring into everyday, everyday life, whether it's work life or private life or home life, you know, there was a, it's, it's just kind of like, it just modifies your mindset a bit. It just makes you just change the way that you see things and think about things that allow you to 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 be to, I think to be more positive and to look at things more more freshly, more happily. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's 
yeah, I really feel like it, it, it makes you a better, feel a better person. Yeah, this is. What did you find the most uh, challenging when you started? What I find the most challenging? I, I, I still suffer with it now. Yeah, it's just simply just running out of ideas. It's just simply you, you, you have this pressure on you, I think, or I felt this pressure that you have to always perform and be, be brilliant and be smart and be clever. And it's kind of like trying to decouple that and just say, well, no, you don't have to be, always be brilliant, smart and clever. Just simply being and supporting other people being brilliant, smart and clever is, is, is just as good. And I think that's the, one of the beautiful things is that you, you, you think you, you're going to be the protagonist. But in, in actually what you're, the best job you can do is to make other people look fantastic. And that's a really, really nice way to, to, to proceed. But sometimes you have to, actively, you have to actively decouple that and say, OK, move to the back. You're not, you're not, you're not the star of the show 24-7 here. I, 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 I just pick on what you said, because on the, on the fact that supporting others, we have touched upon on, uh, in several several episodes and it's fun that everybody said the same more or less everybody said the same thing because it is i think one of the most the most amazing thing of improv is that to be with less ego than normally we would because maybe in a scene we are not even need to be on scene but the fact to be there just supporting the others on the side makes it different because it's the collective effort that makes it different so this is one of the things that struck me one of the things that struck me the most in improv, I have to say. So it's good mm. that everybody is talking about it. Do you think that improv prepared you better to deal with unforeseen things that happen in your uh, normal life, in your uh, real abs life? Abs yeah, absolutely. And it's very interesting. I mean, this whole, this whole coming to Japan for one year was a little bit improvised as well. It wasn't something which I put a huge amount of thought into. And, and dealing with situations here as well, I find myself, you know, falling back again on, on, on ideas that I picked up with in improvisation. Um, just simply the simple yes and, you know, it's just, okay, when in doubt, just yes and. I mean, I'm in a very different culture here, very different uh, uh, work environment, but, you know, the, you know, Asian and Japanese culture is vastly different to what we have in, back in Brussels. And sometimes you just don't, you haven't got time to try and think about what to do or how to do it just then simply go with the flow just say okay i agree with you know we'll take what you have and we'll try and add something to it and we'll just keep keep the momentum you know and you try and build a team and you try and you try and you know break down barriers and create bonds with people just by yes anding it sounds very 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 sort of, uh, cliched but it, it is actually very effective at at, at making and forge and gaining trust with people very quickly and very early on so I, there are so many things and examples I can give, you know, where, where, where you know, this, this improv values, shall we say, are immediately translatable into, into life. And I'm using them, yeah, more than I thought I'd ever could do. So, yeah. I think that's really, I think that's a really good point. And, and when you say the, the yes ending, I think it links also to the openness, you know, that it's just because if you say no, of course, you're shutting down an idea or shutting down something. The yes ending also goes with being open to, whatever the other person is offering. And I think that's the body language. And I think people can read it uh, if you're, if you're, um, if you're doing that. And, um, and, you know, wonder, because you said when you uh, joined, uh, well, one of the reasons you wanted to come to improv as well was to work on public speaking and engagement and so forth. Do you think it has helped you to, to improve uh, in this area? Are, do you, are you more confident now? 
because of it? I would like to say yes. I, I haven't had, I haven't been tested so much, but I, I would like to say yes. I mean, I, I had to give my introduction speech here in Japan in Japanese, you know, which was mortifying. Wow. You know, absolutely mortifying, you know, just simply just trying to recite from the top of my head. But I wouldn't have been able to done, do that, I think, with the same level of confidence if it hadn't have been for the fact that, you know, beforehand in the Japanese culture as well, you know, it's very much like you've got to get it right. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's about the perfection, it's about doing things right. And just simply having the confidence to say, look, you know what, it's not about getting it right. It's just about having a go, uh, trying to trying to, to, to make a contribution. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it would have, would have been very difficult otherwise. So, yeah, absolutely. What, what you said made me think about showing up, just the fact of show up and show yourself, even in your vulnerability, not knowing exact Japanese mm. to say things instead of being there, being stopped by the fact that this or by being frozen by the fact that you were not fluent in Japanese then yeah. made you just the fact that you were showing up that is important yeah. and this I think is one of the most important thing that improv is has taught us has taught me as is to be there just sh the fact of showing up mm. is already a big thing is not mm. it's not that you are just hiding you're showing up for something so yeah Thank you for sharing that. Are you fluent in Japanese? Oh, wow. No, no, no. This will take me another. I'm not even fluent in English. It'll take me a lifetime to get fluent in Japanese, I think. Yeah. Is there an improv What's scene in, in, your, in the city or, or in Tokyo? Ma, you... in, 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 in where I am, absolutely not. But in Tokyo, there is quite an interesting improv scene. Unfortunately, it's been shut down this year due to, to mm. Corona. Uh, it's a real big pity because I was hoping to catch them and I, I interchanged a few emails with them as well. To see how they could, you know, how you know what format it is, and if it was if it, if it was even possible to participate myself. But well, we didn't get very far before the whole thing was shut down. So it's a big pity, actually. And what is it something that you? Because also when when we've interviewed so far, the other members of our group, you know, what is it something that in your improv journey you're continuing? Like, okay, this is what I want to work on at the moment. This is what. I want to develop in like where do you see you know yourself what are the things that you want to work on uh, yeah. to um, be a even stronger improviser because you're already a very very good improviser so <laughs> <laughs> that's very very kind of you Liga uh, yeah I have so many I, my this is actually one of the beauty one of the benefits of having so much spare time has been actually being able to investigate a little bit more what I want to do with improv or, offline um, there are two things which really I, I want to work more on. First is the the storytelling aspect. I've done a lot of reading on on how to on storytelling. You know what, how to, how you know the, the elements with it. You know and the, the, how to how to script it better. Because I want to bring this more into the, the long form stuff we do. Is you know try and create some some journey for people watching it as well, rather than just you know uh, an amalgamation of of, of, of events. Uh, so I, I'm really wanting to understand how to do that, and you know I'd like to try and find some way that we can build on that. Uh, over the next few next few months and the second thing is a very personal thing and that is development of character uh, I really really like playing characters and I've got a very like two-dimensional I think uh, or very very sort of monotone palette of colors which I can play with at the moment when it comes to characters and I really want to try and try and get into that and to see how to expand it and I, I think also because it's it was one of the things that really really appealed to me uh, at the, in the first place for me improvisation was 
was the fact that you could use it to create absolutely absurd characters, you know, absurd situations. It's not something which has uh, long continuity. You're going to have to maintain something for a long period of time. So you can you can dive into something completely crazy and drop out of it again, and, and there's no harm done. And it's how to do that, you know, how to do that, which, which adds to the story, how to do that, you know, which, which, which other people are, are comfortable with as well, <laughs> you know, which, which is uh, politically correct and the rest of it. And, and but just how to do, yeah, how to bring in different accents, different, you know, backgrounds, different, um, yeah, different, different perspectives even. And I think the problem we have is that, you know, I, the problem that I have personally is that, you know, I come from a certain background, a certain perspective, and I don't have that ability necessarily to extrapolate another, purpose, another person's perspective or idea or thought process. And I, I really want to try and break into that and, and see how, how to do that. Because I think it's, it's very, very entertaining to see people uh, or see situations where you have characters that, you know, that, that, that are, are larger in life or more or absurd or, or, or whatever. I think this is it's, it's entertaining at the end of the day as well, which is what people, I think, are, are wanting to see. And if I may just say that John is very hard on himself because he's really, he is, uh, is playing with character is fantastic. So I admire that very much as myself. So he's much, maybe a bit harsh on himself, but it's good if you want to work on it, it's good. It's, you can only be better <laughs> than what it is already really super good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just going to completely wholeheartedly agree with Roberta. And I think yeah. you also are one of the bravest of, of us to go and yes. play really big so as well. Yes, you have, okay. this, yeah, you, you have this gift of just going and playing big. And this is <laughs> good. Something interesting that I want to share with you, because when you say, Liga, you ha that uh, John is the bravest, I want to share something with you that uh, happened on Thursday's night, this um, improv uh, class, um, is um, that they have this rule that the first person to start the scene has no responsibility anymore. So the person goes there uh -huh. and starts an action and the responsibility lies with the others to get in and complete that and to complete the scene or to make the scene live. And that is such a relief because sometimes when I am there, I say, I want to do something. And then I think, okay, but if I go, what do I do? Da, da, da. But you don't have to do anything. You can just stand there and someone else will come and support you. And that is a relief, a huge relief, I have to say, for me. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to share it with you. It just came to my mind. Yes. Yeah, no, and I think it's a really good point. It goes back to what um, John, you were saying in the beginning, and I wanted to, to, to come back to is this idea of like, the a lot of pressure we put on ourselves if you're the first one that goes out or come on you're thinking oh my god it needs to be like you have the story in your head or you have this idea and of course it's being able to let go and have that person come in and be like okay great you know this idea might have worked but this person has a better idea but even like later on in the scene when you're doing something and i always come back to this idea i think it was this point that that ben said it was you and me playing Roberta and then we we did some kind of action and then he said oh but I thought it was going to be like I think it was like a monkey or something like holding the the banana, banana yeah. and I was like I didn't even think I mean that's a really good but I had no idea like that you could go there and I was like and that idea is so much better than what we had but it made me think like to this point of that there's just so many ideas and so many things you can do but don't put like 
let go and be like, you know what? Someone could have had a better idea or someone could have had a worse idea, but we did yeah. this and we supported each other and it's fine. But I think yeah. this, this, this thing that you kind of said, you know, John, this, the idea and having a good idea, the idea and the best idea and what idea do we pursue? And it can sometimes like one of the things I still find really pressure is finding that, that, that thing, but it's just about letting go and trusting people. And then if you're in the first one, someone else will come in and they, and you don't know where it will go, but you will go there together. Yeah. And that is also something that in life is important because I think that we all have the idea that something needs to happen in a certain way. And then mm. if this doesn't happen in a certain way, we feel disappointed. Well, this yeah. is a big, big thing. You don't, you don't get attached to your ideas. And this is another big uh, teaching of improv for me as well. John, so I think that we are more or less uh, coming to an end to this. Is there anything else that you want to share with us and with not only with us, but with our listeners? I mean, for example, you come from the UK. I don't know, from, from England. You know, that's a place where you have a lot of improv. I mean, hmm. I guess culture, lots of groups. That's what we, we saw a lot of them in the, in, in, in the Barcelona festival, but do you like you had, so had you seen it before, you know, had you been exposed to it? Had you, what do you, you know, what do you think makes it particular from other types of improv you've seen? I just uh, wanted to, to ask you that. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, I, I think I'm very fortunate. I was being born in the mid seventies was, was, was a very fortuitous actor. I mean, you, I, I grew up, you know, surrounded by fantastic comedy on television and also on, on, on film. And, and the UK had, was in a very, very, very good place in the 80s and 90s regarding comedy. There were a lot of good TV programs, a lot of, a lot of sketch shows, and, and sketch shows are like, you know, fast-moving um, sort of like uh, skits of comedy, you know, based around characters, normally in very much everyday situations, or playing on people who are very, very common that we find in every day. Everyone can relate to those kind of characters. And it was a barrage of input, I think, from, from, you know, from a very young age that I was really, really like, I just loved it. I just used to enjoy it so much. Uh, and, you know, I used to, used to you know, be up all night on, on the bloody television watching it. Um, and then this thing came along in the early 90s called uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? I don't know if this is known so well. Uh, and this was actually very interesting because they took a few people from the States and from, from Canada. They brought in a lot of UK uh, up and coming talent as well. And it was an improvisation program, the first one that was done, I think, on, on mainstream TV. And this blew my mind. I, mean, I remember watching this late into the evening because it was just, it was incredible to think these guys could, could do this all on, uh, you know, ad-libbed and off, off the cuff. You know, and that really, really stuck with me. And then I, see, I used to go to the comedy store in, in London. I used to go with friends. We used to go quite often on uh, the weekends. You know, and used to see good stand-up. And every week they'd also have an improv night as well. You know, and so you just, it was just a continuous, you know, like input over many, many years. But it was always something which was like other people did. It was always that element that the comedy was something to be enjoyed. It's not something which you could make yourself. It was, you know, it was a revered art almost. Yeah. And then this is why for me, it's so shocking to suddenly find yourself in a situation where you're doing something, I won't say similar because we're not even in this, you know, we're not even in a, in a, in a league, you know. But we are, we do, we are creating improvised comedy at times you know, and people are are enjoying and being entertained by it i i i hope and assume 
and it's just very 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 strange it's very surreal that i i find i find uh, myself in a situation but i yeah it, it all just comes to the fact that you know i have this huge like like this is what i came back beforehand about the characters i have this all this sort of like years of input in the back of my mind of stuff which i want to then try and regurgitate or or reformulate myself and see what we can do with it i'm sure it's uh i'm sure there's, a, there's something funny in there somewhere yeah. No, but I think that's it's a very, very long answer to a short question. I do. No, but it's oh. but it's super. I mean, I, I also didn't know this about you. So I'm learning more stuff. But um, it's also I think what you said, it's something that also came with Kelly and and something I think we're interested in or I keep coming back to as well is that you said it's something you went and you see and it seemed far off. And I said they're doing comedy and feeling that like, can I do it? But, you know, they're creating these brilliant things you know i'm i'm not this person but when you're there and it comes out and you you know it's this fear of like oh i haven't done it before i didn't do theater i'm not i don't think i'm fun you know in this way but you do it and like you said it's like shit and when we have a performance like oh people laugh okay yeah people found they were touched they were impacted somehow you know and i mean these are our friends and i hope they are telling us the truth and other people who've said we've had great shows so but I believe them um, and we have fun. And, you know, that's the thing. It's we're having fun. They're having fun and we're doing it. It's not something unreachable, you know. OK, yeah. if I saw Shakespeare and Macbeth, I'd be like, OK, I probably can't do that. But, you know, but maybe I could. Maybe you could. Yeah. Who knows? You never know, because what what improv taught us that we can do it. And I never thought I could be I could be funny on scene. Yeah, because of when I get nervous, then of course, when you are nervous, when someone is nervous on scene, then he brings the nervousness to the character, then you know, all this. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, sometimes I am, and it's, it's, I, fun I, and yeah. I, 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 I think it's very interesting because I just want to say I, there's one there's one area which I marked, I marked a very clear line in the, in the, in the ground that said, This line I will not step over. And that was always musical improv because <laughs> I. The, the damage I can inflict by for by now. the poor for, for the poor poor vocal capacity I have is would be terrible to all. But I have to say, even I am intrigued now to the, to see. Okay, it's up to now. Everything that we said we couldn't do, we've now done. I'm just wondering, is it possible even to go and cross that line? But I it think is. it is. It is. <laughs> and not just because both Roberta and I are so keen on it, but it's like when we we did the musical improv and I was thinking like, I was just thinking, okay, you need to sing like well. And I'm not a good singer. But then when you're there and you're watching other people perform, that's not the first thing in my mind. I'm not thinking like, oh my God, that person is like not very good at singing. I'm thinking like, wow, that's really funny or that's really entertaining or that's really like, it's like it, it goes second, like it goes in your mind. Like, that's not the first thing. It's not like if I go to see a singer sing, I'm like, okay, I want them to sound nice, you know? I want them to please my ear. But I don't know, somehow, musical improv, I'm like, oh, this is really great. This is fun. I don't think, like, oh, why are you not like Beyonce, you know? Yes, and I think that it's what is mind-blowing in musical improv is that not only they're improvising, but they're improvising on improvised music with words that they've never rehearsed before with people around them that they managed to sing all the same thing as we said in the, the music episode we had with Stefan as guest it was I mean that is mind-blowing who cares yeah. if we are singing well or not that is not the most important thing of the thing I mean 
let alone rhyming as i said uh, for me that i am not very good at it but i don't care about that I, i'm inventing words and then people will not even realize that i'm inventing words <laughs> i did not get that last line yeah sorry i don't remember it <laughs> so john when you are back you are coming back to the end of this year I, yes i haven't got my ticket yet but i am definitely definitely on that plane at the end of the year yeah because Good. otherwise we will come and get you from japan yeah <laughs> please do exactly. please do but uh straight back to brussels and straight into musical improv so yeah <gasps> okay i'll start yeah. i'll start i'll start warming the vocal cords then <laughs> <laughs> then we randomly get like voice notes from john on whatsapp like, him singing, like okay like <laughs> we get that you're excited now <laughs> Please stop sending us <laughs> improvised songs. Um, but I don't know. Do you have any other questions, Roberta? No, I think that... I don't know. I, I feel that I am ready to start again. And I, I really want this is not a host to go and rehearse and do things in person. Because even though... Even though... Thanks God we had technology during this period. This was not a substitute for the real thing. Because now, I mean, now I really need to be on scene. I really need to. It's like, it's like an addiction, you know. Now I I got the bug and I need to satisfy the bug. This is what I'm thinking. So, and I know that I'm not the only one. Everyone is in the same, has got the chills or going back on stage. Anything yeah. else you want to add, John or Liga, before we close? No, I'm just I just can't wait to come back and uh, and start to be with you guys again. It's uh it's been a long been a long few months and I totally appreciate also meeting you guys over over Zoom and you've kept it you've kept some tough times uh happy for me. So thank you very much. Oh he's so sweet. I love our group. Um yeah, I mean, but I <laughs> And I think that's a lovely note to end on. Um, Next time, ladies and gentlemen, we will interview uh, the the last member, actually, of our group that we will interview, Mihai. Um, And then we have a lot of more exciting episodes planned for you. So keep listening. uh, Keep liking us on Facebook. On This Is Not A Horse page. On Instagram, and this is underscore not a horse. And we are looking forward to your comments and suggestions for the episodes to come. For if you have any topics that you would like us to address, please send a note to us on Facebook, like us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and all this. Um, how do you say platforms where our podcast is? And uh, till next time. Yeah, and of course, you know, if we hope that if this podcast has inspired you to try improv, drop us a note and tell us also your impressions about it. You know, we're always happy to hear from listeners. So uh, just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Have a happy day, night, evening, whenever, whatever time you listen to this. I hope you're happy. Yes, and that we made you smile a little bit. So... Thanks to Stefan, who is always our sound angel. So thank thanks, you, Stefan. Stefan is, Stefan is in the 
uh, how do you say behind the scene on this podcast thanks john for having the time to come on the podcast with us we were lo- really looking forward to have you on our podcast next time is me hi and then more episodes bye bye thank you bye